0: hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of 34 to glory i am your host tyler flesh and my co-host and father brian flesh
1: hey there it is good to be back
0: it's been a while it Uh, has been this COVID-19 kind of knocked us out of sync for a little bit. COVID be gone. <laughs> but uh big thank you and uh, props to Curtis for basically uh, calling in and uh, co-hosting with me and helping me carry the load because, uh, let me tell you, it's hard to talk. I was afraid I was just going to have to talk by myself the whole time.
1: I know. I, and a shout out to Curtis, man. You were a great co-host.
0: Yeah, because I was afraid that it was just going to be me like being a blathering idiot for a good like hour or however long <laughs> it needed to go. And then I also thought I was like, man, like what was great and what I love about when fans call in and we get to talk and especially like it, it's bears and you know how this is. Sometimes a lot of time I'd say about a little peek behind the curtain here. A lot of time, man, we don't even look at the clock and we look down. And we're like, OK, we're running a little long, you know, like mm-hmm. let's wrap it up. But another peek behind the curtain, there is sometimes where I'm looking at the clock waiting for this to end. (laughs) Not because of anybody else, but because our team played like shit. And it's hard. (sighs) Yeah. You know, I would love to be a Patriots podcast. I would just gloat so much. There would never be. I'd barely have anything negative to say, but that's just not the reality.
1: No, that's not the team we've got.
0: But we could still get there. There is still time. There
1: is still hope.
0: So, yeah, welcome back. Long long way to say welcome back, Dad, but welcome back. (laughs) Hey, it feels great, son, to be here, especially with you. I know. You've been working your ass off lately, so.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to this show, looking forward to kicking back, and just can't wait to talk about our Bears.
0: So, while you were gone, a little thing called the NFL Draft happened. Did it, really? So... What I want to talk about before we talk about the Bears is the actual draft. Now, you came over and we did watch it together. Uh, I mean, we did break a little, you know, social distancing. So, you know what? If you want, add us. Listen to the show. That'd be great. There we go. If you have any comments. But uh, we got to just talk about the draft. Listen, they... Big props to ESPN, NFL Network, and everyone for doing it. They pulled it off.
1: Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people thought it was going to be a disaster.
0: Like, you know. <laughs> I think we were all kind of watching, though, hoping for like, you
1: know. Yeah, yeah. Where is the first glitch, right?
0: You're right. The GM, though, like in and the kids walk yeah, in. Or right, the, right. The, the wife walks in like, what are you doing? You know, not knowing. Or the dog. Belichick had his dog. That was, I mean, that was weird. But anyhow. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he is human. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, he's got his best friend. We know that. Let's talk about how, like, I have
0: no hate for, like, anyone that did that draft. To be, I've never been on TV. Um, I, I don't know how to do it. I mean, we, you know, we just do a podcast. Uh, I can only imagine, though, Trey Wingo going, like, being in his studio by yourself like, I mean, he I think he had, like, one producer and a cameraman. Yeah. And, I mean, on hours on end, and it's hard to get, like... Because you and me right now, we feed off of, like, you know, we cue each other up visually. And then to do that over Zoom, and then as flawless as it went, I mean, it was... The only one that had problems was Lou Riddick had a very yeah, long yeah, delay. Yeah. I think Lou might need to pay his uh, connection bill yeah, there a little yeah, bit. Yeah.
1: Do you think... Internet s- bill?
0: Yeah. I said connection
1: bill. Yeah, I think he meant internet. Yeah. You, th- you think any of them have like a mirror there and every now and then they look into it and go, I look fabulous.
0: <laughs> Maybe Lou, <laughs> but he does, so. That's just Lou. That's um, Lou. Yeah. So... Let's let's stop beating the dead bush. We need to address the elephant in the room.
1: Dead bush or the dead horse?
0: Beat the dead. Jeez, I am everywhere. I it's. I said beat a dead bush. I meant stop beating around the bush. bush. And I okay, I mixed uh, both okay. metaphors together. <coughs> I, so I guess I, I, now it's beating the dead horse. <laughs> so to beat the dead horse, uh, Goodell, we got to talk about it. With I listen, I praised everyone else. Right. mm Hmm. Just, you know what, before I say my thoughts, I want to know your thoughts about Roger Goodell and this this draft.
1: I don't know if people are going to like my take on it, but it's going to be the truth from well, my we, perspective, oh, yeah. and it's this. We don't care. I, I, Let it sizzle. I, let's see yeah, the hot take. Yeah. I thought he did a great job. Oh, wow. I really did. I thought he did a really good job. Okay. That's my take. I mean, he was clear. He um, um, seemed to have a more compassionate, softer side to him than he normally does, maybe because he's not constantly getting booed off the stage between um, picks. Okay.
0: Um, That's one way to see it. Uh, You're probably the only one in America that sees it like that because...
1: That's okay. I've always walked a different path. (laughs)
0: He looked horrible. He looked uncomfortable. He uh, could not pronounce names right. When he sat in his chair, it looked like that was the first time he's ever sat in that chair. And he was supposed to get comfortable. He looked like he didn't know how to relax. He looked like he had no idea how to get comfortable. The, The fake, okay, the booing, the fake booing, and then him going, Come on,
1: guys, I can't hear you. Well that I was mean, that, that was, was that was pretty bad. I I must admit that that was bad. That part.
0: I he looks like such a robot. He did not look comfortable in anything. And then when he comes in with Trey Wingo, he's all like, ha, ha, "Yeah, Trey. I miss." And then the okay, the TikTok dance he did with uh oh gosh, oh what's his name?
1: Didn't even know who that was, quite honestly. Yeah,
0: you do. Judy, the wide receiver. Jerry Judy? Jerry Judy. He did it with Jerry Judy, that TikTok dance. Oh, my gosh. If anything, Roger Goodell just said, hey, look, I am the whitest man in America. (laughs) It was horrible. And then he does the bear hug. Oh, give me that virtual bear hug. Oh, I miss it. I mean, come on. (laughs) <laughs> also, I get it. COVID 19, it's horrible. It's bad. But man, they kind of piled it on thick there, don't you think? A little bit? Well, maybe a bit, but it's. I, but part, you, kind of, but you know. this is an escape. This isn't all about. They piled on the tragedy. People, if you were drinking, if anyone was drinking during this, they were on an emotional roller coaster from happy to sad. Why did every player draft have to have a horrible backstory? It was like, this player is going to be great. Also, his brother was killed when he was 13. Also, his father did it. So, there's that. But this kid's going to be great. Like, what was that? It was every story. And I'm not over-exaggerating. Every story, they kept talking about how this player was going to do this, and this player was going to do that. And then it was always... Yes, but his mother was killed by a drunk driver. It's like, what the hell, man? There's already a virus. plague spread throughout this world, and now we have to get background stories. There was no real fun facts.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like in the middle of a pandemic, you might want to do a little bit more upbeat kind of show. I think they tried to do their regular... Let's get to know the player kind of thing.
0: But why is it always sad? Like, why is it? They're like, what do they tell the producers? Hey, look, here's the thing, right? That guy, he's going to be a great football player. But what's going to make him great? Not his physical attributes. Let's dig for that pain. That drove him to be great. Like, that is so ridiculous.
1: Well, let's let's look at the other side of it, too. I'd like to introduce you to this young man. Um, he was born to multi-millionaires, has never had a problem in his entire life. Um, Da-da-da-da-da, the maids get him up in the morning, they make breakfast for him, everything's good, and now he joined the NFL and is going to be a millionaire all over again. Who was that? I'm saying that's the flip side of that story. What story, though? The the story related to... They're always going to give you the background of the person who made it, who came from a poor family, who came from a bad situation, and oftentimes very heroically rose beyond what they normally could have done. But I gave actual examples. You just made something up. I said that would be the flip side of it. That's why they give the example, because they're not going to go into talking about a young man from a very rich family that just joined the NFL. That's because that player doesn't exist. That player was never even on the draft board.
0: Just because, like, wait, I don't even know where you're going with this. You really have been rusty. You open up with a a good Goodell take, and then you, you say, well, that's the flip side. Well, I... I, I don't I, I honestly dad, I, I'm trying to bear with you. I have no idea where you're going with this.
1: Let's move on then.
0: No, I do not. We have to stay here and dwell in this awkwardness. Because whatever that was that you just did, I cannot wait for you to hear it back. All I was trying to say is here's a player who's very skillful and very talented, and they don't need to bring up that his mother's dead. Like and they kept doing that with every player. And that's all I was saying. Like, there was always this weird backstory of misery when there's other stuff. They, they could have left that out. But it's like they kept fishing for misery, misery, misery. There there was no multimillionaire that was already.
1: I, I was trying to give an example of they're always going to go to the lowest common denominator type hard luck story. And that they were never going to go with a story that was upbeat. And there was no story that was upbeat. That's the thing, though. But they had good stories. Like, they
0: could have stuck with, hey, this guy transferred from band and went to the, you know, started playing football. They don't have to add in. They basically baked a cake. Everyone was satisfied with that cake. And then they just said, oh, yeah, you want your cherry? A little death in the family. <laughs> Like, it was messed up, dude. We have a virus going on. You could at least lighten the mood a little bit. Everyone's like, yes, finally, sports are back. Here we go, da-da-da-da-da. Yes. Why is everyone dying? Like, that's... I kept watching it, and every time I would glance up, it's like, heartbreak here. But guess what? His father is looking down on him now. It's like, oh my gosh. Like, can we dial that down a notch? Because I feel like... There was a grief eater that was producing this, and he cranked it up to 10, <laughs> and he was having a feast, and I was like, can we just, just dial it just a Dial it bit. down, just a bit. And by a bit, I mean a lot. I mean, there's already people dying like crazy. We don't mean that, like, we get it. And also, do you find that they, they, they kind of drive home that narrative? Like, I feel like a young kid's like, well, geez, all I need is my dad to run away or my brother to get shot or go to prison or something, and I'll be an NFL superstar. (laughs) Because I need an origin story. Like, that's how I feel like it's... What just happened to, hey, he's a good football player? Like, even Joe Burrow, right? They had nothing on Joe Burrow. They, I mean, yes, he came from a poor place, and I am a huge Joe Burrow fan. I'll just (laughs) say it. I love it. I hope the kid pans out. I do, too. But the whole thing with Joe Burrow, like, the only thing... that They still had to go, you know, he got cut... And I get that, but I felt like they kept dwelling on he got cut, he didn't from Ohio State, he didn't sign. You know, he he goes to LSU, he has a horrible first year. He goes from being a fifth round prospect to a first. Can you believe this? Can you believe this? It's like, yeah. Did you watch that season? He arguably had the greatest college season for a quarterback ever. And they're like, can you believe this? Yep. Yeah, I watched the Alabama game, LSU. It was amazing. Like I, I just feel like they did. They were like, "Hey, we don't get any grief on Joe, and we just talk about how we got cut." I guess, I guess that'll do. I guess. I mean, no murder, no murder, no death, no tragedy. Nope, nothing. I guess. I guess. That's that's how I feel like the yeah. production meeting. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I was but rambling. It, it's
1: okay. It's okay. I, 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 I think that. That stories was kind of sad. Do you even know where you're at? What are you doing?
0: The Joe Burrows? Thing? We're moving on. We got to move on. Obviously, you want to talk about the Bears. That's you the got set. your laptop pulled up. That's what this podcast is about. We did fill some time. Let's talk about the Bears. Where do you want to start? What
1: about with the players they drafted?
0: Yeah, I think that's a good place to start. You know, if we haven't lost everyone in 15 minutes in. Uh
1: they're like, man, those guys really had a lot to say about Goodell. Uh, we really did. so Much more than I thought. So why don't you fill in as I attempt to get the screen back that decided <laughs> to go away while we were talking about that situation. Uh,
0: so I know we drafted a tight end. I feel like there is just this weird pattern going on with Ryan Pace where... And we'll get into Pace. I know we get into him a lot, folks. Buckle up. This is... You know, we often... We debated. We actually had a meeting before the show to change the show's name to I Hate Ryan Pace instead of 34 to Glory. But if we did that, we figured he'd be fired. So then we just have this I Hate Ryan Pace page. And we wouldn't really get too many followers. So... We're sticking with the name. Are you done? I am filibustering my ass off You are working
1: awful hard, and I appreciate it. And my computer is running about as slow as it could possibly run at this point in time. So we almost have... What
0: I was going to say is, obviously, you need to work on that. What I was going to say is, he has a strange pattern of... He goes out, he gets Mike Glennon, right, in the offseason. Then he moves up and gets Trubisky. He goes out this offseason and gets Jimmy Graham. And then he gets, uh, what is it, Cole Clement? Or what is his name? His name is,
1: yes, Cole
0: Clement. He gets Clement. So it's, what what what's what's the thought process there? Is it, do you think he is a person who drafts best player on the board? opposed to position that we need?
1: You know, it It was so hard to tell when... First of all, I got to say, when they picked up Jimmy Graham, I was like one of the most disappointed people in the whole world. This this guy, speaking of corpse, this guy's not far from a corpse. And the fact that they picked him up, paid him any kind of money to be a Bears tight end, just amazed me. So, in in fact... I believe we were a little bit of the laughing stock of the NFL. I believe at draft time, um, did we not have nine tight ends on the roster, and Cole Komet made number ten? Yeah. So I think of that speaks volumes when you're you, when you've got now ten people on the roster. We may have let one of them go. So you know, Cole Komet, once again, he's one of those people that he showed a great deal of promise, especially his last year at Notre Dame. He really was the guy who, who moved the first down markers. So does he have the talent to play in the NFL? Absolutely. I, I think only time will tell. Um, i like the fact that we went offense, but I was really expecting something more like a wide receiver, maybe to help our new quarterback out?
0: I was thinking a quarterback with what was left. I mean, Eason and Fromm. Could have got Fromm later. Yeah, Didn't. I'm just going to put this out here right now. Uh, I am not big on the draft. I don't like it. I think the grades are stupid afterwards because I like watching it. I like hoping that we got a big name. (sighs) but it's hard man for me we have no idea what the players are going to do so I, I, I and i've seen what Ryan Pace does and he can't draft and we're going to break that down actually so i'm probably going to be deferring to you a lot during this because honestly i i just i know this sounds horrible but i'm just being honest i care but i don't like i'm just like well let's see what they can do because honestly I, we'll we'll get into that later, about yeah, my thoughts yeah, on how the yeah, season should yeah. go.
1: Okay. I, I guess, uh, so round two, everyone knows we took tight end Cole Komet from Notre Dame. Number 43 Pre- number overall. Number 43 overall. Um, quite honestly, I would have been happy with an offensive lineman right there. I, there. There were some really good ones still left in the second round, but we went tight end. Um, can live with that pick, and I guess I will have to. Round two, pick 50. We picked up a defensive back, Jalen Johnson. Now, this is a guy I've watched a lot of tape on him, and he does look awfully good. If he can keep healthy, this actually he could have been perhaps the best pick of the draft. I'm saying it right now. Yeah, well, Curtis was pretty high on him too when the last time we talked. So, so I, yep, I, I just, I just think this kid's got a lot of talent. He is probably one of the best people I've seen track the ball in the air. I mean, he's exciting to watch. And uh, all the tape I've seen on him just really tells me that he could be someone in the NFL that could really rise to the top. And he's coming out of Utah, right? Believe so. Believe so. And then round five, pick 155. See how we went from round two to round five, people? That's telling. Round five was an outside linebacker, Travis Gibson. I'm not so sure I'm that hot on this pick. I have him as defensive end from Tulsa. Oh, okay. Uh, They're probably going to use him then as a defensive end. So explain that pick, because I have no words for it. I really don't know what they're thinking on this pick. Perhaps some of the scouts saw something in him, but... I don't think he fits our scheme very well. I I'm just I don't think he fits
0: our need at all. I think that was stupid. We have an offensive lineman retire in the offseason and Kyle Long. We have offensive line issues and we didn't take one offensive lineman in this entire draft. Yeah.
1: I, w- I would have loved to have seen an offensive lineman here too. So I we're we're both at the same but place. Do you
0: see the pattern so far? Jimmy Graham signed, we signed a tight end. Tight end for a tight end. Robert Quinn signed. Now we sign
1: a defensive end for a defensive end. I I don't get it. I, I yeah, it's a it's a mystery. Round five, we had another pick. Um, just eight picks later at 163, def- another defensive back. This was the one that I was a real me. head scratcher. to My head scratcher
0: was that we it was after the first two. I'm cool with Clement and I'm cool with Johnson. Let's see how let's figure. You know, fingers crossed they pan out. The rest of the draft I don't understand. Yeah, so dra- there, there is no rest of the draft after yeah. that pick you just said. Right, we, we cashed out in the fifth round.
1: Yeah, this this guy by the way is named defensive back is Kendall Vildor. Uh, then to round everything out, we took a wide receiver. Man,
0: I hope he pans out just for the name, Vildor. Vildor. You you like that? It right? Sounds Russian. Like say hello to my friend Kendall Vildor. They're
1: throwing it to Vildor. They're throwing the ball to Vildor.
0: Will he get it? Will never, Vildor Vildor never know. Wow, I botched that. <laughs> oh,
1: oh, you tried though. You tried. It's hard
0: to do it with a Russian accent. I was gonna say Vildor never know.
1: <laughs> then round five, we took a wide receiver, Darnell Mooney. So. <clears throat> <laughs> How many fifth what? round wide receivers do you ever see make it in the NFL? Let alone make it on the final roster? Not a ton. I mean, so I think that was a wasted pick. Quite honestly, I hope they, I hope he proves me wrong and becomes a superstar. And then round seven, uh, pick two twenty six, Arlington Hambright. An, um, We did get two offensive linemen in round seven, Arlington Hambright and Lechvorius Simmons.
0: To me, uh, the way Pace drafts is he shows no respect to offensive linemen. I think he thinks they're a dime a dozen. Oh,
1: absolutely. I mean, that's that's very, very clear. You can go and grab them anywhere you want.
0: Yeah, but we're not, and we're going to struggle. Like, Nick Foles needs time. I don't think anyone understands that. The Eagles' offensive line was stacked.
1: But, Tyler, Mitch Trubisky's the real quarterback, according to the Bears' website.
0: Nah, we'll get into that, man. You always—you you gotta stop jumping ahead on me, man. Like, I got—we we talked about this. We got things mapped out. Let me drive. I'll, I'll take you where you need to go. We're gonna get there. But, you you know, we're already there now. Go ahead.
1: I, I just I just had to bring it up.
0: No, but go ahead, explain, because people don't. What if people don't know what you're talking about? We have to explain things. All right. Well, I th- I think start from the beginning. Like start from Ryan Pace comes out in the beginning of the season before he signs Nick Folds and says Mitchell Trubisky is our starting quarterback, quarterback. and we're sticking with him.
1: And and uh, so like Ryan Pace often does, he lies to the public. And they did not stick with him. They go out and get Nick Foles and pay Nick Foles a good amount of money, not outrageous amount of money. And um, I think most Bears fans believe that Nick Foles is the true. Yeah, but hold on, hold on.
0: You're going off. You're going off again. We got to bring it back. We're bringing it back to what you originally said. So we sign Nick Foles. Then, after we sign Nick Foles, he says this has nothing to do with Trubisky. We're bringing in competition for him. Then, after that, the Bears decline Trubisky's fifth-year option. And then, this is the part what you were talking about. This is what you brought up. Ryan Pace then has the gall to come out and say, we still believe in him, he's still our guy. You declined his fifth-year option. He gets to walk to free agency after this. And he you're still gonna have us believe. What are we just a bunch of idiots out here going, "Oh this, yes, Ryan, we believe you? No, you dumbass. We don't believe you. We don't believe a word you are saying. You brought it up. This has gone months now with lying, lie, 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 lie. Correct? Correct. And that's what you were referring to.
1: Yes, yes. So That's exactly what I was. The referring reason to.
0: I took everyone through is because sometimes you know we think that everyone's listening knows what we're talking about, but we got to make it clear.
1: Yep. Thank you for helping us out with that.
0: Well, yeah. I'm just. You got anything else? No. Kind of.
1: No. I. I think you. I think you said it very clearly and very well. It. I just cannot stand. I. I realize every team does some of that, but Ryan Pace seems to be the king of getting someone in free agency but does every and t-
0: wait does every team do this i've never heard of this i've never seen a gm talk this much and backtrack this fast repeatedly like that was fast that was three times he backtracked in what two two and a half months
1: yeah, I I, I think an, another GM that comes to mind sometimes that does a little backtracking is Jerry Jones.
0: He's not a GM; he's an owner. There's no, a big that's difference. That's
1: true. He acts. You know why I think he's a GM? He acts a lot like a GM. I'm sorry. I, I think he acts like a, more like an owner because he's controlling.
0: He wants to manipulate everything down. GMs mm. usually do what they're told from the owner and management. Mm-hmm. Jerry does whatever he wants, but what, see, I'm I'm asking you a serious question. Yeah. When have you ever seen that? cuz I, I, I dude i have nothing i have nothing i've never seen a gm act like this i'm
1: mean, going to have to give that some thought but the that's that that
0: should be enough proof yeah. right that you can't think like you can't, one should pop up to your head like oh god him oh he was horrible i've never seen a gm publicly come out when times are bad not say anything and times are good he publicly comes out and he just declares lies. Lie after lie after lie after lie. And th- th- this is an organization that's built on, from the outside, I have no idea on the inside. It looks like it's built off trust and f- like a sturdy foundation of just solid fundamentals. We have no naming rights for our stadium. It is called Soldier Field to honor the men and the women who fought bravely throughout the wars. And now we have this snake slithering in the grass. Like when when uh not Ted Phillips, Phil Emery came in, he did so much of a better job than what's going on right now. Yeah. He was like I go agree. too I soon.
1: Do. I do agree with that. And I know Phil had his detractors, but at least you could kind of trust what he was doing and say it. Okay,
0: but Phil went out and traded for Jay Cutler, and got him. What the hell did Pace do?
1: Nothing. Traded up. Well, yeah, but that's yeah, traded traded up in one of the worst decisions probably of his. No, but he traded up when you have
0: Watson and Mahomes. Mm-hmm. That's gonna go down in infamy. Emery did not say, oh, who's on the trading block? Rodgers? Manning? No, we didn't get any of that. Brady? No. Jay was on the trading block, and that's who we got. Best available at the time. Still took us to an NFC championship, but he gets fired because he gives him a $100 million contract. Does not make sense. I'm with you. So... Well uh, let's get back to we, we went over is there anything else you want to touch on in this draft?
1: No, no I think I think we pretty much hit it. I, I, I would I, I'm not so sure there's any real bear fans out there that looked at this draft and said fantastic job just because we really didn't have a great deal of picks on the roster. I mean we, we just didn't and and I think but no most fans probably believe. That this was a very average draft on the Bears' part.
0: Yeah, but but with the drafts we had, we didn't fill anything. I know, I know. So what do you think? I don't want. I, I don't want to know I, what you think. Other fans think. I want to know what
1: you think. I think maybe we got, maybe we upgraded in tight end with Cole Komet. Maybe I am hoping that the defensive back position with with Jalen got better. Pretty much after that, I'm not sure there's anyone that we took in the draft that's going to make a huge difference to our team.
0: Now Jalen has to jump in, right? Like right off the rip. Yeah, Prince is gone.
1: Yeah, he, some someone needs to jump in. It, it most well, likely there's no one else. I mean, was Buster Screen? Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I I know what you didn't didn't we pick up. Um, I think we might have picked up the couple free agent cornerbacks. Okay, well, let's talk about that's, that. That's a good point. Let's talk about this.
0: This pisses me off too. Let's talk about this uh pandering to Khalil Mack. That was a uh that was a pander please stay move, was it not? Yeah. You, that was that was and what we're talking about is Khalil Mack's younger brother went undrafted this year. And guess who signed him? We did. The bears. So we get him just to pander to the fact that to me, to me, something's going on in that organization. You you overpay Robert Quinn, hoped God he still has what he had left in the Rams. And then to me, and then you get Khalil's brother. To me, something's going on where Max saying, I... You know it's now or never. Like trade me in my prime. Like I don't. I don't think he stays. I th- I, I don't. I, I think he plays this season and then he's gone. And I feel sorry for him because we're not. We don't deserve to have him on a team.
1: Yeah, I I agree. I agree. Yeah. You know we're doing. I made this comment to you. We're doing what a lot of rebuilding and sometimes bad teams do, and that is bring in these older players or these players that. They were just great a year ago or a couple years ago, and we still think they've got something in the tank. I'm like, seriously? Anybody really? I mean, I hope Quinn has a great year. I really do. But some of his best years were really with the Rams. And I hope Jimmy Graham, nah, he had a good. St-
0: nah, he had a good year in Miami and he had a good year in uh, Dallas. But remember, he's coming off a of PED suspension.
1: Yeah. So is that
0: due to PEDs or is that due to? You see what I mean? Yeah. So you that, shrugged your shoulders, and I agree. Like you don't it's, know. It's hard to tell. Yeah. But you gave him
1: a shitload of money, didn't you? Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. I, I hope. He, I hope it works out. But do you not agree though with the pandering? Do you feel like it's pandering oh, well, too? I do too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, come on. You're you're taking a guy because. He's your star's brother. I mean, really. That's What's it going to say if he makes the team?
0: Because we don't know. We
1: we don't have practice. Okay. There's two scenarios with that. He makes the team because he's really talented and he really belongs. Then they're nothing. He makes the team because his last name is Mac. That's going to be a problem. Because the entire locker room will know that.
0: Yeah, but we won't. That's the thing.
1: That's well, the hardest part. That The problem is that stuff tends to show on the field sooner or later. Okay. Oh, well, yeah.
0: Uh, let's talk more draft. Uh, with the release now of Leonard Floyd, we have the top number one picks that Pace has put together, and we would like to go through some of them and just let you know from the time he has drafted and – and if uh I I wanna say Clement, but it's Kmette. Comet. If he doesn't pan out, I'm counting him too as a first round pick because 43 is not too off
1: from 32. No, it's not not too far. So I'm gonna walk through these if, yes, if that's please. okay. And um for those of you who are eating or drinking right now, you may want to put your food down or your drinks because you might spit things up. Twenty fifteen, we took Kevin White, wide receiver. 2016, Leonard Floyd. Well, hold on, let's let's go a little slower here. So we take Kevin White, done, done Not on the team. Okay, yeah. Did did Kevin even suit up for the first two years? Maybe he
0: didn't for the first year because shin
1: splints, and then. But the, they knew
0: that going in. We still drafted him, right?
1: And then he was pretty much hurt for a great deal of the sec, part of the second he year. Played
0: two games, in and the the, same. yeah, yeah. Uh We don't have to go that slow. I'm just saying, let let people know if he's on or not. Okay, all right.
1: So 2016, we have Leonard Floyd. Gone. Cut this year. Yeah. 2017, the pick of the century, Mitchell Trubitsky. Oh, my gosh. We all know. We might as well say gone, right? Yeah. He's In all aspects, he's gone. They didn't pick
0: up his fifth year.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's gone. He's done. And then... 2018 we picked up Roquan Smith.
0: The reason we we got quiet is cuz that one's still up in the air. I mean, we've seen players have good games before are are not just good games, sorry, good seasons all around and then not pan out. And he had a great season. I mean, from from what the tape has shown so far in my opinion, we have the potential a superstar. He's definitely going to be throughout the league, I think. I mean, I unless he gets in trouble
1: off the field, that guy's going to be in the league for a very long time. So in all practical purposes, 75% of your first-round picks have missed. That's horrible. I, I would like to see that comparison with other GMs. I don't. It's just more sadness.
0: We're just repeating the draft again. The the Griggy Feeder.
1: Hey, remember, you got to tell the story. If you don't tell the story... What do you
0: mean? That's called a callback. If they were listening earlier, they would have got it. I don't have to tell a story again.
1: (laughs) So we think it's pretty horrible. And um, let's let's hope... um, I mean, you know, Roquan has all the tools. He's had some great games. Let's hope he pans out. But... Um, this is not uh, this is not something to be proud of.
0: All right. With that being said, we need to go to. I found an article on uh, Ryan Paces, and this, this just segues in beautifully into Ryan Paces. Now, this is his top ten picks. I want to make this very clear to the audience. They said on uh, sh- sport, NBC Sports Chicago has rated Ryan Paces all time all time top picks out of ten so his ten best out of every draft he's done not including twenty twenty with that being said, we're gonna go through the list and then you can tell me dad I'll give you the name you say if he's there or not okay fair enough dad, fair enough uh james daniels
1: he's he's there
0: yeah. that's number ten. Yep. So James Daniels, number ten. Um, let you know what? Let's do James Daniels, number ten. You say if he's there or not, and then we'll also say if if he's panned out. So,
1: so he's there, and
0: no, you got to go no, then because I I saw your hesitation. Yeah, he's not. You went. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. He's.
1: I I can't say he's panned out because there's
0: other people on this list where you go yeah
1: yeah exactly. So so no. He's not panned out. Uh, Bilal Nichols. He is
0: there. He's on our team. Yes. I I don't think he's. So, no. no, if, you, if, no you, if you hesitate no. like that, you got to go no.
1: No. Because no. there's
0: no in between. No. Okay. Number eight. Oh, this one hurts. This one's going to hurt. Nick Kwiatkowski.
1: No, and he very much would have panned out. So, no, he's not on our team, Team. and he would
0: have panned out. Number seven, this one also stings, Jordan Howard.
1: No, and he made the Pro Bowl, and we let him go. Made it more than once. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, everyone knows our feelings about Jordan Howard. If they listen to this podcast, it's nothing but respect, and we miss him. Uh, so how many do you have? Do you are you keeping track? How many you've said panned out?
1: Uh, I think we've got one, two, right?
0: Two that would have panned out. One on our team and one off our team. team. Oh, fabulous so far, Ryan Pace. <laughs> and, and I have something to say once we get done with this list. Uh, Roquan Smith,
1: number six. I gotta say he's he's panned out so far
0: so far yeah i mean yeah. i guess you can say that cuz but it's still young, so young yeah. yeah yeah
1: let's give that one
0: um number 5 on the on this list uh adrian amos i mean again i'll go yeah yeah he's no he's not on the team and yes he panned out yeah i mean
1: uh, Tariq Cohen, number four. He's on the team and he panned out the first year, but last year he disappeared. So no, yeah. I yep, mean, I yep. know what you're trying
0: to do. With you know what I'm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you gotta just you gotta go yep. yes or no. No. Okay, number three, Cody Whitehair.
1: Yes, obvi- he's on the team and he panned out. Obviously, probably, probably the best so far.
0: Yeah. He, uh, ooh, number ooh. one's pretty strong. So, number two, Eddie Goldman.
1: Yes. He's now, on now the this team. W-
0: this... Yes, he's on the team. Sorry I cut you off, but this is my... This is where I do what you've been doing the whole time, where you go, uh, I don't know, man. Like, yeah. yes, and...
1: So you, I, so, you get why I do that, right?
0: Yeah, but you've been doing it with everyone, so I just did it with one. And- <laughs> All okay, right. and then number one – wait, we didn't even say it. I hate when uh, radio stations and stuff do this. So yay or nay? Yes or no? Did he pan out? Eddie Goldman. I'm going to go with no. Um, I'm
1: going to go yes. Okay.
0: And the last one we both can agree on, Ryan Pace's best draft pick ever, came in the fourth round of 2017 by selecting Alabama safety, Eddie Jackson.
1: Yep. Obviously.
0: Obviously on the team. Obviously new contract. Obviously panned out and obviously has some superstar potential. Yeah. With all that being said, that those were his top ones, okay? Those were his top picks, and we were debating on who panned out and who didn't. What does that say about Ryan Pace? It says we need a new GM. We need a new GM Badly, yeah. Okay. Um. I mean, do you have anything else?
1: It other than the need to take some type of antidepressant right now? No.
0: Yeah. Do you have do you, anything else though you want to talk about? Or
1: um, here's the deal. Schedules came out, and I want to talk a little bit about schedules because I have a bias. That people put way, way too much weight on looking at a schedule and now, you know, predicting early victories and playoffs. What, what does does that bother you as much as it bothers me? That yeah. People, people, literally, the schedule comes out. We we now have a four hour schedule show on the NFL no, Network. No, 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 you no. Know, they
0: did that because they had to. There's no sports. Yeah, but don't make that seem like it's a regular occurrence.
1: wasn't Wasn't last year's pretty long too? The it schedule It wasn't three hours. Yeah. So anyway, my 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 point is this: I, I just think that at this time, most teams really don't know what they have, and I, there's a handful of teams that I think really do know who they who they have. But a lot of the mediocre teams and I'm sorry, our team falls in the mediocre category right now, really don't know what they have and just all that prognostication of predicting, you know, the Bears will go, you know, 10 and 6 and they'll win the first wild card game and lose the second one. Really, does that does that get anyone else excited to hear that? I mean, I would like it to happen, but well it's Is like, there a little too much uh, of
0: that? But it's like the draft, man. One, they're just doing it to fill time. And two, you don't know. You don't know until the teams start going. This is the first year where you look and the whole NFL is wide open. Normally you always say, that oh, the Patriots are good, the Patriots are good. Well, that's not true. The only team that I, I believe that's going to still be good is the Chiefs. I, I mean, unless Mahomes gets hurt. But, you know, you well, can say that yeah. about any team. Yeah.
1: Guess the, guess but the, other
0: than that, it's wide open, in my opinion. And yeah. I, I'm with you with the scheduling. It doesn't make sense. And the way they do it, it's the same as why would you draft? Why, why would you give... Sorry, why would you draft, obviously. Why would you give draft get grades right after? It makes no sense. You know why? Come back in four years. Let them know how they did. Because yeah. you don't know who's going to pan out. Hey,
1: I, I did want to ask you something else. I want to move to something else now. Uh, we're. I think we're all... Um, incredibly grateful for the healthcare workers and many of the real heroes that have helped our nation through this time. And in addition to that, I think you hit it right on the button when you said fans are wanting to get back to sports. They're wanting to get back to some kind of normalcy. What did you think about Joe Buck coming out earlier and talking about how there was going to be fans in the stand this year, but they were going to be CGI, computer generated fans in the stand and computer generated um, noise because it may be that we might be watching the NFL from home and not have any fans in the stands.
0: Well, that's clearly the only reason they're doing that is so we don't hear the actual swearing.
1: <laughs> I'm
0: being dead serious. that's the only reason, so look, I don't have a problem with it uh I just want people to return in safety. That's all like uh I don't want to see one of our players get you know hurt or by this or you know i mean think about a locker room if one person gets it that thing might spread what especially in football there's so many people um i want to talk about something that's not going to be comfortable to talk about um this is the first time i've ever wanted this um This is the first time I've ever said this, but it needs to be said, so I'm just going to say it. 33 years old. Been watching this team ever since I was born. I can't do this much longer. I think we need to throw this entire season, and we need to get Trevor Lawrence. Because if you look at it, Every year, we have the defense. Every year, we're good at getting every other freaking piece. We're not good at the one. Why not tank and lose for a year? Just a year where you could get a franchise quarterback for, who knows, at least 15 years? I mean, come on, man.
1: I feel your pain.
0: But, like, you don't because you watched your team. No offense. You've seen them win in 85.
1: I saw them win in 85, but we, I tell you what, if I watched that entire season, every single game, every single playoff game and the Super Bowl, and I'm telling you, we had an average offense. We had a killer defense.
0: Yeah, but that back then, you could get away with it. You cannot now. It's been like that. Championships don't win defense. Look it up. Look
1: it up. So... And I listen, I I am on board. There is nothing I would rather see than you next to me with the Bears playing in a Super Bowl and one in which we actually won.
0: But let's not talk about that. That's not what I'm trying to focus on here. What do you think about this season? What do you think about what I said?
1: The... If what if what I'm following is this, that you're saying you I want, would like us let me make to lose every game. Let me make
0: it very clear. I want us to tank for Lawrence. I have a hard time with that. I don't. What's the point? We're not going to go out and do a blockbuster trade. We will for a defensive end, but we won't for a quarterback because you know why? They don't do that. Quarterbacks don't get traded. We couldn't get Tom Brady. Tom Brady didn't want to come to Chicago. No one wants to be there. What's the solution? To be mediocre and then try to find a gem through the draft when we don't even try? If Eason or Fromm pan out, there's another miss. We keep missing. Lawrence is not a miss, man. That kid is something. I and you know what? Even if he turned out let's say he turns out to be a bust, I'd rather have it be a bust. I'd rather say at least we got the number one pick, at least we had something. I feel like what I mean, come on, man. We just signed Nick Foles. We're
1: not doing anything. Yeah, it's it's I'm it's frustrating. So why do you have a problem with tanking? Oh, I guess in any kind of competitive sports, I've always felt that you you ought to be playing up to the best potential possible and and putting the best product on the field and the players need to be giving it their all um, regardless. And, and just to, to tank or to give up and give in and uh, just doesn't fit for me. I, I I just have a problem with it. I, I don't think teams should ever do that.
0: I don't at all. There's no point. The point is to win a Super Bowl, correct? Every year, that's the point. You ain't going to do that with the quarterbacks we have. You're never going to get there. There's no point. We have been struggling. We still say the name, and this is no offense to him, God rest his soul, we still say the name Sid Luckman.
1: I know. I almost said the name Sid Luckman in this podcast when you started talking that's
0: what i am talking about so why why not are we gonna
1: keep continuing this train of mediocrity so let me ask this you think it's impossible first of all i believe that if this year we go 500 again pace is gone but if we don't make the playoffs that doesn't matter
0: that doesn't matter i agree too but what i'm saying is eight and eight
1: We're stuck there again. There we are, in the middle again. So, But next year, we do get a first-round pick, right? Yeah. In 2021, we will have a first-round pick somewhere. And you're saying that you believe that the only worthy quarterback in that first round will be your guy. Trevor Lawrence was ready to come out his freshman year. And there's no one else in the first round you think we could— we could grab it and we we could make anything out of.
0: I'm not saying that. I'm saying he's the for sure thing.
1: Okay. Have you seen him? I have. He's pretty impressive.
0: So what's the deal? Like you can't you're not going to get a quarterback. We blew our shot on
1: quarterback. We blew it. Yeah, I don't know, Ty. I really don't know. I mean, I just like I said, I just have a problem with teams um, giving up and tanking and 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 if a team just did that for sixteen games, yeah. But
0: what do you want to you you think like the the, the I, to try and then try to get someone through the draft? Yeah, like, yeah. But I don't think it works like that. Yeah. You tell me right now, the Dolphins didn't tank for
1: Tua. I would hope they didn't, but they might have. Come on, man. They did.
0: I mean, I don't understand what does what does competitive do? you want a player you don't want you, that one piece is the most valuable piece then you can compete We've never had it yeah then compete what do you want just to die on mediocrity like mediocrity like you just want this I because and I'm not arguing with you I'm just like I want to know where your head's at. Are you just to the point where you're old-fashioned and you want this? Like, hey, you go out there, you compete to play the game, you get paid to play the game, you play the game?
1: Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at.
0: I See, I'm totally different because it's run like a business because it is a business. And in order to be a successful business, you need to tank. Pace will not tank, and we will not do it this year. I guarantee you that because he's fighting for his job. I say you fire Pace right now. You have me come in and run the organization, and then I will tank the shit out of that team for Trevor Lawrence. And like I said, if he doesn't pan out, I don't even care. At least I tried because I am so sick of bringing up two quarterbacks. We've been around since the 1920s, and we only bring up Jay Cutler and Sid Luckman.
1: Get the fuck out of here. Are you fucking kidding me? I know. It's, hey, it's frustrating. I get it. But
0: that's why I want to tank because, like, or at least have something else set up. Why don't we do a lottery or something like the NBA does? Where, like, if you're really bad, you have a higher percent chance to draw a ball. You know what I mean? There has to be something else because I feel like it's so set up because you know who tanks and you know who's going to do it again is the damn Colts. They always do this shit. They tanked for luck. And then they they got and they they got Manning and then they got luck. And I'll be damn, man, I bet they're going to do it for Lawrence. You know why I say that? Because Tom Brady went to the Colts organization to ask to play for the Colts before he went to Tampa Bay and the Colts said no. Why would the Colts say no to Brady but say yes to Philip?
1: That's a good point. I never I honestly never thought about that till right now. That's a very good point.
0: That's enough ranting for tonight. You got anything else?
1: I don't, son.
0: All right. Well, hey, uh, we had the lines open tonight. Unfortunately, no one called, but that is okay. That's just the luck of the draw sometimes. So remember, if you ever, ever, ever want to, we don't have anything planned, actually, for our next episode uh, unless you guys call and you want to be a part of this, and then we will pick up the mics and answer the phone and uh, get your thoughts on this podcast or my takes or my dad's takes or however else you want to do it or whatever you want to talk about.
1: We have so much fun with the callers and love that part of the show.
0: All right. Well, with that being said, remember, it's always a good time when you... Bear Down!